All right, I want to get to Bob in Toledo before we move on, uh, because is a third-party candidate legitimate? I think it sounds like that this group, No Labels, is considering trotting out a third party to run against Joe Biden and presumably Donald Trump. But that takes money. It takes name recognition. And I'm not entirely sure that a third-party candidate is going to be able to to, to make much hay in that regard. Uh, what do you got, Bob? Well, I was a high school teacher of uh, social studies for 35 years, government, world history, American history. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, he got mad at Taft. Uh, Bo Moose Party didn't work, opened up the door for Wilson. I'm just looking at history here. So then you sure. look at my first few years of teaching, Ross Perot. Mm-hmm. Once again, you open up the door uh, for Bill Clinton. And that's all good. And uh, I've told my kids, especially now, last 10 years, do we, what changes would my high school kids want? For sure, term limits all across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, one-time president, whether that's five years or six years, you don't have to worry about running again. You get your five-year shot, you get your six-year shot. That's interesting. And then the other thing, too, is do we need to go more like Europe? And this is kind of like a step there. If we could somehow get a third party, then you're talking more of a coalition government. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't see it making a huge difference this election. And uh, but maybe it can happen. It's time. We need a third party. Maybe we need four or five parties. Uh, But those if you get that, it does force more compromise. Everybody is on the zero yard line. If you're a far right Republican, zero yard line. If you're a far left, we need to be more towards the 50 yard line. And that is a huge, huge problem. People have got to compromise, compromise, compromise. And that would help. Well, it would help. <laughs> and I, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm just not I'm not entirely sure that it makes a, a huge impact, at least from from a third party's perspective. I don't think they could win this thing. But but I think it does impact the election if somebody like Joe Manchin, who yielded a lot of power in the Senate uh, before the midterms, having that that ability to to toe the line and play both sides and yes i think a lot of people will say well in joe manchin's case he's just trying to keep his job in west virginia and that may be true but the fact that somebody like like him and his ideology yielded that much power and influenced things that came in and out of the 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 senate uh, it speaks a lot to potentially his viability and again Joe Manchin hasn't said one way or the other that he's going to run, but he attended this event yesterday with no labels in New Hampshire alongside uh, John Huntsman, the former governor of Utah. And so maybe that's a a, a ticket that they trot out there. And again, I think that hurts Democrats more than it hurts Republicans. Uh, Meanwhile, we have seen some extreme temperatures. And again, if you want to weigh in on that, 800-859-0957. But we've seen some extreme temperatures all across the country. In the South, in Texas, in Florida, uh, in some places through the heartland, and, and even uh, here in Michigan earlier on during that drought a couple of weeks ago. But we've seen some extreme temperatures. And it's not only just the United States. It's it's really all around the world. Europe's seen it. Asia's had it. Uh, and and are, are these temperatures to be uh, – uh, is there something that has to do with, with the, the changing of the climate? That's making a difference here, or is this just par for the course? And it's a blip. It's hot. It's summertime. This is 
kind of what happens. Uh, and that's where uh, Scott Laurie the meteorologist with the Weather Channel, uh, joins us to pick it up. Scott, great to have you with us. What do we attribute these temperatures to? Hey, Chris. Good afternoon. Glad to be with you today. Uh, well, in general, I think there's broad agreement that the globe is warming. Uh, the question is how much and why. Um, so if you think about the future as kind of like a bell curve, right, when we try mm-hmm. to look into the future to predict something in the future, you have the average kind of outcomes. That's the fat part of the curve. And the extremes are on the right end and the left end of the curve. And if you assume that the curve is overall inching up by a couple of degrees, which, is again, that's broad consensus in the scientific community, uh, then you would expect that your uh, tails uh, would increase to the right side of the curve, which means more hot weather, more record hot weather. And that's kind of what we are seeing play out. So when when we're trying to combat this, uh, because there are there are all a host of of concerns that we have, whether that's crops, whether that's people, um, you know, we, we've seen a lot of uh, people hospitalized around the country because of this extreme heat. Um, what kind of impact does this have on on our environment? And even here in Michigan, I mean, obviously, you, you've you've seen these wildfires that have been raging up in Canada. We're getting that that. Uh, smoke that's billowing down from the north as well, which is unusual. I don't remember that ever happening here. Um, so just just a lot of uh, different things happening. Is it a blip, or or are, are because of the 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 earth warming, we're we're seeing some more extreme temperatures. Um, I I personally think that the earth is warming. Uh, I think the scientific community agrees upon that. Uh, broadly speaking. There is not consensus about, uh, you know, why, uh, and there is is not broad consensus about how much will it. So those are questions that um, I don't believe I could answer. uh, But uh, I will say, if you think of the atmosphere as like a bathtub, also kind of the uh, similar analogy that I gave earlier, and you kind of slosh the bathtub back and forth, you end up with a, a, you know, rise to the water level in Mm -hmm. one place and it falls in another place. Uh, overall, it seems like the water level keeps rising a little bit, so to speak, globally speaking, uh, you know, if you use that analogy in the atmosphere in three dimensions. So you you would expect there could be more hot weather, more record hot weather, Le- not saying there'll be no cold weather, but there would be, in general, less cold weather events um, if, if uh, you know, this trend doesn't change and we continue to step up global uh, temperatures. You know, a lot is tied the temperature it affects the evaporation rate in the atmosphere how much moisture the atmosphere is taken up uh when you when you have a lot of hot uh air a lot of warm uh moist air then you can get more extreme rainfall events you know we recently had some extreme rainfall events in the northeast uh just uh this past weekend um and actually going on this afternoon uh west of boston there are flood warnings out um and, of course, there's been a lot of attention recently about this heat high that keeps building across the southwestern U.S. Mm-hmm. and the south-central U.S. And I will say it's, you know, at the top end of the scale, uh, this heat high. I have seen uh, higher than it, but not much higher than it. Uh, so, it, you know, it's got the meteorological uh, uh, community's attention, the strength of these big highs that keep forming. And this thing uh, right now, extends from Southern California all the way to South Alabama. And so all underneath that is uh, where all these uh, hot uh, weather warnings keep coming out. Like the whole state of Texas is covered up here midweek. Right. With excessive heat warnings. 
and heat advisories. And, uh, you know, to your point about if it affecting health, uh, heat actually is the number one weather-related killer. It's not tornadoes and hurricanes. Right. Globally speaking, heat kills more people every year uh, than, than any of the uh, extreme phenomena that we actually try and do a good job warning people about, severe thunderstorm warnings, flash flood warnings, hurricanes. Uh, so I, I think it deserves our attention. I think it's great that we're talking about it. Um, I don't know that there are a lot of fast answers in this field. Um, you know, we have trouble sure. even getting the weather forecast right, right. days from now. Sometimes. Right, right, <laughs> I know <right>. I do. <laughs> well, it's very touchy. But, and as you know, things can change yeah. on, a, on a dime. That's what makes your job so hard. Uh, Scott Larimore, it's great to talk with you. I appreciate the insight that, uh, that you give us. Thank you. Absolutely, Chris. Yeah, yeah. good talking. Yeah, thank you. Um, Don in Imlay City, I want to get you. Oh, actually, you know what? Hold on. I got hold on. Hold on. Danielle's yelling at me. I'm up against it. Don, hold tight. We'll get back to you momentarily. Uh, we'll take a break. Come back. Get you caught up on some of the things happening around the world. Donald Trump, the target of a new investigation. We'll explain next.